Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. So today we're going to be talking all about perfectionism. Maybe you've heard people say, oh, I'm a recovering perfectionist, or I'm, I'm sort of a perfectionist, right? And that's something that I used to say. And what I've learned is that Perfectionism, it is an extension of procrastination and it's bred from fear. So that's the thing. Perfectionism is tricky because when we're trying so hard to perfect something or in the conversation that it's not good enough yet, or I can't do that until this part of my life is in order, or, you know, this needs to happen first and then I can do this thing what ends up happening is we end up pushing off things that should be getting done. And I'm not talking just chores or tasks, but perfectionism, it could show up. Like if you were an author, right? And you're trying to get your book out there, but you have perfectionism, you have this fear of, oh my God, it's not perfect yet. So you end up stalling and stalling and stalling and not writing the book or, you know, let's say it's starting a business and you have this desire to either be an entrepreneur or, you know, create an online store, sell something, but you're stuck in this perfectionism of, oh my God, it's not perfect yet. It won't look good enough. I need to wait. You end up stalling. Perfectionism can show up in dating, of course, right? So, oh, I don't have this part of my life in order yet. I still have debt or I'm going to, you know, I, I need to get this Thing done. I need to get this degree, this certification, you know, oh, my kids, oh, I need to have more money. I need to get my car fixed first. I mean, we can make up all types of crazy reasons that we can't go after the thing yet, or that it's not time or that it won't look good and it will be better in the future. And we must wait. So perfectionism is super sneaky, and today we're going to be talking about how perfectionism may be showing up in your life, what you can do instead, and I want to be very honest and be very transparent with you and let you know that I have been majorly, majorly stuck in perfectionism without realizing it. So this episode really spawned off of a major breakthrough that I had yesterday with my mindset coach, which here's the thing about mindset. So mindset isn't tangible, right? So it's something where you can know, oh, I need to work on my mindset or, you know, oh, I'm feeling a shift in my mindset, but a lot of the time it's not actually tangible. So 
you don't really know that things are shifting in your mindset until one day you just start to think about something differently. Or one day you hear a message that you're now ready to hear, ready to receive. Maybe it's, you know, a podcast episode you're listening to and the person says something and you just have this major epiphany, a major shift, or maybe there's been an inspirational quote that's been floating around. You've seen it probably 12 different times in life. And then the 12th time you see it, you're like, whoa, I get it. That resonates. That speaks to me. Right? So I was on a call with my mindset coach and we were really talking about what I want my business to look like, what I love doing, what I don't love doing and how I can make a bigger impact. And it really, this is the exact reason why I'm recording this podcast episode is because a big, big desire of mine is to make an impact bigger than what I can even see to be able to get my work out in front of as many women as possible because from my work, I truly believe that I'm here to be a catalyst for growth. And from recording these episodes, doing live trainings, what if there's something I share? What if it's an example from my life? What if I'm telling you a story about a client? What if I'm sharing with you a mindset shift or trick? And it completely changes your life or it inspires you to take action or look at something a different way or go out there, whatever the thing is, because we never know how something will impact a person. And that's been my goal. And I noticed myself getting really in the minutia of my business. I noticed myself really getting in this energy of, well, you know, I need to always be creating new content on Instagram and, you know, have these really creative posts. And I was super hyper-focused on Instagram (laughs) with good reason. You know, I have created my six-figure business from Instagram, essentially, right? Clients say they found me on Instagram. They found, you know, a quote I made in a hashtag or their friend sent my profile to them, right? And even myself, my coaches, my mindset coach, you know, mentors who I've bought many, I've purchased many courses from them and they've had a profound shift on my life, found them on Instagram. So I had all this quote unquote evidence, right? To really build my case. And that's something I always share with you is finding evidence to support what you want to believe the same way you can find evidence to support what you don't want to believe that's exactly what I was doing. So I created this story, this narrative, this belief that the way to grow, the way to impact more people is Instagram and Instagram's the one, the only way. So of course I found evidence, right? It's like, I get, you know, I love talking in messages with you and hearing from you, you know, how did you find me? I love asking them always like, I'm curious, you know, how did you find me? How did you come across my work? You know, how did, what inspired you to follow me? Because it's a huge honor when someone finds my work, sees what I, you know, share, gets a feel for what I'm all about. And they decide to hit that follow button because that means 
oh my gosh, I want more of this. I want to see more from her. I want this in my news feed. I want this to be in my energy field. And that is a huge compliment. So I love asking you, how did you find me? And people usually say, oh, on Instagram. So that further fed my belief that Instagram is the only way I need to be on Instagram. I need to constantly be creating new content on Instagram. That's the only place. And when I first started my business, back in 2018, it, I, I heard podcast episodes from people I really look up to in the industry. And that was always my vision was podcasting, sharing trainings. I love doing free trainings. I love doing video trainings. I love spending, you know, 30, 45, an hour with you, just letting things flow, answering questions, kind of riffing on a specific topic. And I noticed myself really getting away from that in the last five, six months where it was only Instagram. And with podcasting, I would go through spurts where I'd be really consistent an episode a week and then, you know, not for a month. And then again, and you know, this cycle and what I really realized through my session with my coach is that oh my gosh, I have this huge desire to be constantly, constantly creating new podcast episodes, answering questions, you know, talking about topics, giving you, you know, weekly episodes, even two times a week, new episodes, new contents that you, new content that you can just kind of binge on, hit play, you know, on your drive to work, pop on a 20, 20 minute episode and it'd be about a specific topic. And that is what I have gotten away from. And the reason is, is because of perfectionism. Because I was getting in my own way, making it harder than it needed to be. Here's some of the ways I was making it harder. Creating this belief that, oh, if I'm doing a podcast episode, that means I'm not creating new content on Instagram. And that's where I need to be or creating the idea that, oh, it, you know, whatever podcast episode I record, it needs to perfectly coordinate with whichever program I'm launching so that it all makes sense and fit. And it's focused in one category and the timing of it needs to be this and that. And I also created this belief that I need to only be coming on here, giving you tips, giving you, you know, straight up things you can apply, value, 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 which I'll always give you value. And value looks different, right? Some people, for them, they find value in, you know, getting these applicable tips. And they're like, thank you. Okay, three mindset shifts. Got it. Thank you. Going to do those things. Some people find value in hearing stories, hearing that somebody has been through the same thing as them. Somebody has experienced something similar that they've gone through. And now that person's on the other side and they want to hear how they did it. Some people find value in just someone sharing a behind the scenes, authentic look at their life. And I was stuck in perfectionism thinking if I don't have all these tips, all these things, every single episode, people aren't going to want to listen. And 
what I decided in that moment, I just had to say that out loud to my coach. And this is the exact reason why if you've ever done any of my courses, if you've been in any of my programs, if you've done any of my free trainings and you've done the workbooks, I'm always asking you to put words on what you're feeling, what, what, you know, this, what's behind that tightness in your chest, what's behind that anxious feeling, what's behind that pit in your stomach, what's behind that defeated feeling. It's usually a limiting story, a limiting decision we've made, a limiting belief, and it really can mess with us. But once we put words on it, once we say it out loud, once we write it out, it's like we give it an opportunity to pass and leave our body and we can see it and go, oh, that's what I believe. That's okay. That's, that's funny. That's why I was thinking I couldn't do this or that, or, oh, that makes so much sense. But we must give ourselves the space to actually have that come out, right? Because behind any emotional state, behind any feeling, there's beliefs, but we often only focus on the feeling. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling depressed, right? And we're focused on the feeling, but there's typically words, there's sentences, there's limiting decisions behind it that we just, we don't know what they are until we put ourselves in the position to get it out there. And once it's out there, it can pass, it can leave us. And you can do this in so many ways. You can journal, you can, you know, do a workbook, you can talk it out. You could talk to yourself. There's so many ways to have it leave and let it pass. And that's what happened for me with my coach. And when I said it, when I said all these, you know, reasons that in my mind at the time before my conversation with her seemed like, okay, this really makes sense. Once I said it out loud, I was like, this is silly. (laughs) And you know, it, it just, it left me and it passed. And I really got back to my vision and I realized I'm here to make this impact. I'm here to share. I'm here to be authentic. I'm here to, you know, I have so many clients. I'm working with students who I talk to and I hear all the time, you know, exactly what they're experiencing, what challenges they're having, you know, advice that I give them. And it's like, that is selfish of me to hold this back and think that it has to fit in this perfect box or I have to be able to make this, turn this into tips or training when I can be sharing with you my knowledge. And it's almost like I'm hoarding it. And that's the thing about perfectionism. We think, oh, you know, I'm making this better for other people. And at the same time, perfectionism can be selfish because when we're stuck in perfectionism, there's a price we pay right? So the price I'm paying for being stuck in perfectionism is actually a price that you're paying as well. Because by me saying, oh, I can't record this. I can't get this out there. This doesn't make sense. This isn't a tip, right? I'm robbing someone of the opportunity of having a breakthrough from hearing something I say, from realizing they're not alone, from you know, getting a question answered, or even sometimes me bringing up a question that can be answered, right? I'm really robbing them of the opportunity of having that support, having that extra help, knowing they're not alone. Someone could have a breakthrough. And the price I'm paying is burning myself out, holding myself back from my potential, not impacting the amount of women I'm here to impact. This is me knocking on the table right now. And I actually have a fist. It's like this expression of 
almost like anger. It's like, I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing. And that is the biggest, you know, feeling of all. So I want to ask you, I want to ask you, what areas in your life do you notice that you are having perfectionism come up? Where is that coming up for you? Is it at work? Is it within your friendships? Is it within starting something that you really want to do? Maybe a new hobby. Maybe you want to get a certification, go back to school for something. Maybe you want to learn something. You want to do a training. You want to put yourself out there in a way you haven't before. You want to start dating, right? How does perfectionism show up in your dating life, in your ability to or not, not so much ability, but in your quest, right? And your openness to really put yourself out there. How are you holding yourself back and what prices are you paying? So, you know, another thing to realize too, is that perfectionism is sneaky and it doesn't always look like that. So a really great question you can ask yourself is what story am I telling? What decision am I making? What am I creating right now where I'm deciding that I'm not ready, that I'm not good enough, that, you know, I can't do this thing yet, right? Fill in the blank, insert in there. So we can really look at these ways and what's the value of just going for it? What is the value of putting yourself out there? What is the value of taking that risk? Because even though it can feel unsafe, what is the reward on the other side? We get to really look at the reward and it's okay to have fear. It's okay to be scared of getting it wrong, fear of rejection, fear of it not being good enough, fear of pissing someone off, someone hating us, right? That's okay. And it's about what you're willing to do in the face of that fear. And the only way you're going to get over this perfectionism, the only way you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to go for it is for you to be so deeply connected to what's on the other side of the fear and to really, truly want it. Because let me tell you, if I didn't want to, if I didn't have that God-given desire, that passion, that fire inside of me to know that I'm here to make an impact and to have already helped hundreds of women live their best life, love themselves at a deeper level, attract their soulmate, heal parts within themselves that have them, you know, say they're not good enough, right? To experience freedom. If I didn't have that, then it would be very easy for me to not show up, not be on this podcast, not post on Instagram, not show up in my Facebook community, confident and committed babes, right? It would be so easy for me to do that. So in any area of your life, when you can think about, you know, where am I playing, not even playing it safe, but where am I holding back, right? Where am I letting perfectionism take the driver's seat when really it should be in the back seat? What's on the other side of that? What is it that you actually want? It's so easy to get caught up in, oh, but I might mess it up or this bad thing will happen if I go for it and it doesn't work out you know, I I could put myself out there and then get abandoned. You know, I could really start feeling feelings for someone and then they don't feel it back. That would just hurt so much. Um, 
you know, I could make someone mad. Someone might get upset with me. I could lose money. There's all types of things that come up and that doesn't matter because that's always going to be there. It's about what's on the other side. So on the other side of putting yourself out there and getting on a dating app, you know, saying yes to being set up by your friend who's been insisting, you know, on setting you up with her cousin or, you know, a mutual friend or her boyfriend's friend, whatever. It's like, there's so much available that you may not even be aware of. So by you saying yes, it's like you can meet your soulmate by you really going for the thing you want, starting the business, putting yourself out there for promotion you can have those things, but there's always going to be something in between telling you or trying to keep you safe. And it's your ego. That's totally what was happening with me and feeling like I couldn't just show up on here very authentically. My ego was trying to protect me and keep me safe and have me play small and say, oh, this isn't what people want. It's going to be really random. You have to only have value and tips or people are going to be mad at you and they don't want to hear this, right? They don't want to, that's, they don't want to hear stories. That, that was something too. And that's my ego. But my desire is to make an impact, right? And for women to connect with me and feel like they can trust me and for me to be the conduit, right? In between them and their dreams and me just to simply be a guide, simply to be a guide. So even though, you know, I've had my business for over two years, I've been going on these live videos. I put myself out there. I've shared vulnerable things on the internet. I've done all those things, but there's still that level in which my ego is trying to keep me here, keep me at this level. And I refuse. I refuse to stay the same. I refuse to take a step backwards. I refuse to not make as big of an impact as I'm here to make. So what do you refuse to let your ego take control over and let your ego be right about? I want you to think about this. This doesn't need to only apply to dating. This doesn't only need to apply to um, you know, attracting your soulmate because this is everything. Perfectionism can show up everywhere. And the way we do one thing is the way we do all things. So I want you to look at that and I want you to decide and acknowledge. First off, you want to acknowledge fear that's coming up because we can't deny it. We need to let fear know that it's okay to come forward and that it's okay to make itself known because you would rather know your exact fear than to not know and have it come in a sneaky way and end up taking control without you knowing. So the first thing is to really notice, notice when fear comes up. Okay, cool. Got it. I, I see this fear. Okay. And then asking what's this all about? Just putting, letting it out there. This is definitely great to journal, right? So just writing it out. Oh, I'm scared of being judged. I'm scared of making people mad. I'm scared of people not wanting to be in my community. I'm scared of people um, feeling like it was a waste of time. I'm scared of people not uh, thinking, you know, oh my gosh, this girl's crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about, right? And I let all those fears come out. So let it come out. You are not wrong. It could be with dating. I'm scared of getting rejected. I'm scared of never hearing from a guy again. I'm scared of getting ghosted. I'm scared of him choosing another girl. I'm scared of you know, spending another year single. I'm scared of being really embarrassed. I'm scared of getting my heart broken. That's okay, right? So let it out. Notice it. 
And then you want to ask yourself, because we get to move ourselves in the place of possibility. And a really great question to ask is, okay, so with these fears being present and with me being super clear on what I do want, which is you know, to attract my dream partner, to have massive success, to make a major impact, to get my real estate license, to, you know, um, be at this weight, to look this way, whatever the frick (laughs) is you want, you want to ask yourself, what is one thing I can do today to move myself closer to where I want to be? For me, it was typing out a few notes on a Google doc, just so I had a few talking points in front of me and hitting record. And I did it. I don't need to have the next 17 episodes figured out. This was the step I needed to take today. And I feel really good about it. So what's one thing you can do? Maybe it's too big of a stretch for you to go from, you know, this fear of not being good enough for a partner, not being good enough for a healthy relationship. Maybe that's too big of a jump for you to go from completely hiding and then, you know, get on two different dating apps and line up three dates. (laughs) Maybe that's too big of a jump. So what could it be? Could it be creating a dating profile? Could it be, you know, taking the time to really journal and look at things that you want to work on with yourself? Could it be increasing your self-love? Could it be messaging a person back who you're talking to them on a dating app and you know they're going to ask you out soon and you're really nervous, so you're kind of pulling back? How could you lean into it more? What is one little thing you can do today that's going to help you move the needle forward? Because that's what it's all about. It's about small, consistent steps every single day. And then there is that tipping point. There is that tipping point where eventually the fear isn't present anymore. You've created new evidence. You've overcome it. You've done the thing. You've done it over and over again. And you're good. So what you can expect from me is more podcasts, more content, more rich, deep, connected on here. I'm dying to connect with you. I mean, look at COVID, look at the pandemic. What have we learned? We've learned that connection is king. We've learned that connection is what we have a deep, deep craving and need for. Look at how creative we've gotten with doing friggin' Zoom for everything, right? We're creating ways to, we're finding ways to find that connection because things have shifted. Things are not the way that they've been. And we realize, oh my gosh, I'm spending a lot of time by myself. I'm not seeing the same people I normally did. It's not as easy just to be surrounded by people. So I get to be really intentional about my connection. So I'm here to connect with you and I encourage you. I want to hear from you. I want you to reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know if this episode resonated with you. The biggest compliment you can give me is leaving a review on iTunes, letting me know how this podcast has made an impact because guess what? People look at reviews. People want to know, is this worth my time? Is this nail salon where, you know, worth my money? Is this pizza place worth it? Is, you know, this hair salon, is this gym? Is this, you know, doctor, right? People are looking at reviews and what they want to know is, is this something that I will be happy investing my time and money in? So by you leaving a review and saying, this podcast helped me, you know, this is a good podcast to listen to. That's what people are looking for. They want that reassurance that 
their time and their money and their energy is going to a good place. So I'd be so forever grateful. And I want to remind you that very, very soon, the doors to fall in love are closing. Fall in love is my 12 week group coaching experience. So this is a program for a woman who is ready to go all in and receive massive support in the areas of self-love, self-healing, self-confidence, and of course, dating. What's really unique about Fall in Love is it's a beautiful blend of group coaching as well as one-on-one customized individual unlimited support. The way it's broken down, we meet on weekly calls. And in between those calls, we meet as a group on Zoom. In between those calls, you get unlimited voice and text access to me through our own communication tool so that anything that comes up when it's that average, typical Wednesday and you notice a pattern coming up, you can reach out to me. We can help you shift through it. Maybe you get a message from someone, your ex reaches out and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I'm there for it. And your sisters inside of the fall in love container are there for it. And space is very limited. We do an interview process. I want to make sure that it's a good fit. I want to make sure that it's the right step for you so that you get everything you need from this experience. So we are going to be linking the application page where you can read all about fall in love and apply. I would love, love, love to welcome you in this round. So go ahead and apply. Reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know if you have any questions and love you so much. I cannot wait to be here. And I want to just say thank you so much for being in my world, being a part of my community, and I will see you soon. Sending you so much love. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.